You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. In our food feature for today, we are talking to Shea Argentina Grill in Parkwood. But I think I'm supposed to say Shea Argentina. Che Argentina, yes. Argentina. Very good. Very good. And then do I say Bernardo? Bernard, yes. Bernardo Corti. Yes, perfect. Oh. Yes, beautiful. I'm, I'm, I'm moving to Argentina. I'm done. <laughs> I've learned everything I needed to. <laughs> Welcome to the show, co-owner Bernardo Corti, and then Oskulilem Cabela Milasande, manager Hi. of the show. Welcome. This, I'm so excited, firstly, because I love chatting to businesses that have just grown and flourished. I'm considering the story of how you started to where you are today. And um, I think it's so inspiring, but I also love how in South Africa, we just are a melting pot of all cuisines. You can literally eat anything without leaving the border, even if you're on the run. So, (laughs) Bernardo, please do let me know if... If I need to slow down, you will tell me. If you're struggling, say it in Espanol, and then we will figure it out together. Excellent. Thank you so much. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So, Bernardo, let me start with you. Now, what got you involved in food? What made you fall in love with food so much that you said, I need to make money from this thing that I love, not just eat it? Because I like it. You know, <laughs> this is the first thing I think so. So... Yes, I like eat, I like cook, I like to be involved with food, no? What brought you to South Africa to say, maybe I can do this thing in South Africa? I came t- 10 years ago and I came uh, and I found the opportunity to open a restaurant here in South Africa. I started in a market in Mabonen mm. and then, uh, yes... Uh, appeared the opportunity to open a restaurant and I'm still here in South Africa since 10 years now. So I want to, I want to love Kulile and I, I know you relate to what I'm going to say. Yeah. You know, there are people who go to America for holiday yeah. and then they already have an accent at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bernardo has been here for 10 years and the accent, his accent has He's still, re- he's still going for English lessons. How's that <laughs> after 10 years? You're doing brilliantly. It's, <laughs> English is, is 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 yeah. one of the most difficult Absolutely. languages because there are too many exceptions. So once you think you've learned the rule, yeah. and then you know you you literally have to throw the rules out. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Definitely. So from your side, um, Kulile, yeah. Just in terms of your getting into the restaurant industry, is it the, is this the first restaurant you've worked in, or you always said, "I love restaurants," and at some point I want to be doing something with them. Well, um, I actually am like a, what you'd call like a hospitality brat. Yes. So I've worked for all the big hotel groups, um, did that for about 12 years. And then I said, so up you're the own. one dealing with the white towels. And why <laughs> is this person in room 301 unhappy? <laughs> to a large extent, yes. So I did more like the business side. Yes. Um, so, you know, no one wakes up and goes to a hotel or a restaurant. Someone literally needs to generate that business for mm. a hotel space, for a hospitality space. So I worked for the big hotel groups and then I set up my own consultancy about four years ago. Mm. And that's how we met when we were building uh, one of the other restaurants um, in the cradle called And Then There Was Fire, which he owns as well. And that's where the love relationship started. We were Mm. together for a couple of years. And then last year it was, Cools, can you come back and just 
um, help us a little bit with with Shen. It's been such an amazing time. Um, the past couple of months just trying to just breathe new life into the space. Yes. I mean, you would understand with restaurants, um, they have like a certain lifeline. Mm. Um, so it doesn't matter how what the aesthetic is, doesn't matter the food. Mm. At some point, a restaurant can die. Yes. Um, and so they had the wisdom to try and see how it is after eight years. How do we bring more life into the space? And so that's what I'm here for, to assist in that journey. So how did you survive uh, COVID in your space? Did you have um, more businesses kind of saying, what can we do to survive? Or was it more of um, they were coming to you to say, how do we shut down with possibly needing to reopen? So funny enough, um, I actually used that COVID time to tell people to just rest. You know, hospitality is very, very difficult. So a lot of spaces obviously would have been under pressure financially. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness there was a fund available for some of these hospitality businesses yes. to be able to tap into. Um, but I, I, I literally did say that a lot of the businesses should just actually rest, use that time to rest because things will open up. And that's exactly what's happened. Um, it is sad that we did lose some restaurants. But here shares a, a best testament that if you've got a very good product, you mm. can survive things like the pandemic and yes. stress shares stronger than ever. I mean, the vibe is absolutely incredible. Um, so people should definitely take a turn and, and, and come and visit us in Parkwood. So before we talk about share, quickly touch on your other businesses that you have. Um, you've already mentioned the one at Cradle of Mankind. Tell, tell us about it. Bueno, we opened in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. During the pandemic. I still, you guys are like the 12th business who says we opened yes. in the middle. And I don't understand how With that us. worked. Yeah. Did, did you do it because it was like the plans were already in motion? Or was did it feel like if I don't, the world could end, so I must just do it now? <laughs> like what what feels that? Because it's such a risky time to be... Was crazy because in in those moments people don't was allowed to to be in uh, inside of places yeah so and then there was fire it's an open space yeah so it was very good for us to to open the the restaurant there you know because so, people could social distance exactly yes yes yeah, exactly so bueno, so we open in the middle of the pandemic and it's a successful until today you know yeah my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and what is the basic uh, concept of that particular space? We have Argentinian cuisine there also, but also the concept is a tapas concept, you know. It's a food to share, you know, more mm. food to share. So everybody can taste food from Argentina, from mm. Spain, where we're coming from also. The Argentinians, Italians and Spanish people, you know. Mm. Also, we have some Mexican food because I used to live in Mexico. Uh, but everything is authentic and easy, easy food, not fancy food, you yes, know. Yeah. I think it's a very tasty food, very nice. How important yeah. is alcohol when you have a tapas menu-based restaurant? Because I always find, like, they just go together. And, yes, they go together. And I feel like the bar has to really be stocked if you're going to have a tapas type of menu-based restaurant. Uh, yes, exactly. If you want to eat, for example, some, we have a ceviche, for example, no? So if you want to eat ceviche, I'm always recommend a white wine, no? Mm -hmm. So it's very nice. If you want to eat a meat, a cut of meat, Argentinian cut, I always recommend one red wine, for mm. example, no? Yes. Uh, if you want to eat a picada, like, uh, 
like some cheeses or something like that, I can recommend a vermouth, you know? Mm. Uh, yeah. So let's then talk about share. Um, mm. Prior to you being in Parkwood, we moved in Parkwood uh, almost, it's going to be like three years ago. Yeah. So tell me yeah. the beginning of the business from the start. What made you decide mm. you want to open share back then when it was no, we, in Mabonense. Oh, was open in Mabonense eight years ago yes. and then we moved to then we moved to Pargut well, three years ago. So we opened and we tried to make the same space that we used to have in Mabonense. So we tried to create the same space in Mabonense in Pargut. Mm. What, what, yeah. what was the vision when you were opening Shed to begin with? Because some people that are listening they know they want to open a restaurant, but they don't even know where to start. So maybe share with us what was the the idea. Did you say to yourself one day when you were in Maboning, mm, there's no Argentinian food. I actually want to bring something here. Is that how it, it was It was like that. Born? Because when I'm arrived to, to the market, uh, I'm starting to see in the market a lot of uh, food from all around the world. I mm. saw Chinese people, I saw Greek people, Portuguese people, South African people, mm. all over around. I said, wow, here is not Argentinian food. So, and I want to, to try. And I asked the owner of the market that day, sorry, uh, I would like to put some st uh, an, a stand with Argentinian food. Oh, yes, please, welcome. Yes, yes. And I'm starting like that. Mm. So f from, from, from just the business perspective, because obviously a full-blown restaurant versus a stand at a market yeah. that happens twice a week of two very different things. Yeah. What would you share with individuals who are like, I actually like that idea of starting small yeah. um, and doing something that is just two days a week. What advice would you give those people, especially things that they may not have thought about? Yeah. Um, like the type of menu that they select because you might not want to be making fillets while people are standing, no. you know? Yeah. So I think it's something that you said earlier on when we were tasting the food about keeping things very simple. Mm. I think sometimes we like to overcomplicate the menu. Mm. I always say have a couple of really, really good dishes and work with that. Um, capital is obviously usually a challenge, especially mm. for first-time restauranteurs or like hospitality business owners. So you can keep it small. So actually start in a market, have your stand that doesn't cost as much um, and create an experience there and create your buzz, whether it's on social media, build those relationships and those networks. You'd be amazed at the kind of people that actually come to a market if you're able to just sell yourself and sell mm. the product that you're offering. Um, and then do grow you know, organically and really, really slowly. So start with a pop-up, mm. right? Do it with 10 of your friends and mm. then make it 20 and make it 30. Um, and before you know it, you actually have generated enough buzz and people are talking about your particular experience. Mm. And then the capital will generally follow you. Um, it does take time. Mm. I always say that um, hospitality businesses are low margin businesses. Mm. So you almost want to think of it as legacy building when yes. you're going into that particular industry. Don't go into it because you're trying to make a quick buck. Yes. Um, it's not about that. It's because you want to create something that's going to last um, and is going to be around for a very long time. But it's, it's, a, it's a great time to be in, in, in the space. You can see everyone's become a foodie. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, which is quite great because... You don't necessarily have to be a trained chef. No. You just have to be really passionate about exactly. what it is that you're doing. <clears throat> Excuse me. But to come back to what you were saying about the market space, do they give you advice as to the type of food that works in their space? Maybe, for example, they'll say, 
try and do food that can be ready within five minutes? Or do they say, you know, try and have food that's people prefer food that's handheld? Mm. Or did you along the way figure out food that does work at a market and food that doesn't? I think uh, I try to show the people what we eat in Argentina. That's mm. all. And easy food. What we when we take the phone and we try to make to call for a delivery. Yeah. Bueno, we make empanadas, for example. So it's, it's something that you can eat very easy in a in in, in a market or, mm. if, or if you are walking around, you know. So it's like a hand food, mm. easy easy to eat, you know. Yeah. So I love the term street food because mm. it really just speaks to wherever you go in the world. Yeah. If you find a place where there's street food, you're going to get the most authentic uh, food of that place. And it's quick and easy and it's quite accessible. And it's usually where the locals also go. Absolutely. It's not just a touristy um, uh, type of place. So at what point in the journey of you being at Maboning did you say, this is not enough, I need more? This has happened maybe three months later. That, uh, oh, that quickly. Three months later, the empanadas start to uh, sold out, sold out, sold out. I, I decided to open uh, an open grill. You know, I'm starting to sell. Okay, I'm going to put maybe some Argentinian coat and we're going to sell inside of the sandwich. And this is, was a following yeah. step, you know. So first one was empanadas and then we start to to make like a porbelli, mm. we start to make some beef, we put with some chimichurri, that is our typical sauce in Argentina, inside of the bread. Yeah. And is that a typical thing you might find in Argentina, yeah. or is that your thing that you said, let me do the Argentinian food in, in um, sandwiches, which is your no. very own sourdough? It's a typical, I think it's a typical, if you go outside of your house in Argentina and you go into the corner, you can sit in any bar or in any place and you can order a steak sandwich. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this has happened. You can order one empanada in any place. Uh, and I mean, this sandwich, people will literally call the restaurant going, we want the, the market sandwich. So that's why we actually bought it for you guys to sample because it is going to be available at the restaurant at lunchtime because normally it's only just for Uber. Yes. Yeah. So now we actually are launching all the sandwiches so people can actually come through at lunchtime and actually try the supposed market sandwich um, at the restaurant now. I'm yes. savoring my sandwich <laughs> for later when I can really indulge and yes. relax and not get the yeah. itis during a radio show. Absolutely. So, so things grew very quickly. Mm -hmm. Did you find that many um, of the customers that were coming already knew Argentinian cuisine or you, they were curious that it's a different cuisine and you had to just explain similarly to how you were sharing with us eight years ago nine years ago no was no one knew nothing nothing about argentina no one know what was an empanada no one know argentina where are you coming from argentina it was very like strange but today i think a lot of people know about chimichurri a lot of people know about empanadas i think we we teach people mm. how to eat, how we eat. Mm. And today the people, when they go, we have a market, they go to a market, they say, okay, I want my sandwich with chimichurri. Mm. I want one empanada. So people today, they know what they are talking about. Mm -hmm. When they come into the restaurant to chef, for example, people know what to order. Mm. They understand the menu, they know, and they also pronounce in Spanish because <laughs> all our menu are chased in Spanish, you know. 
So people so today. So the waiters have to explain to us what it is we're eating, mm. or everybody just remembers empanada is the yeah, little parcel that's yes. been deep fried. No, the team has to explain something. Okay. <laughs> all the team know how yes. to pronounce in Spanish. Yes. All our waiters and also our the people who work in the kitchen, in the grill, they know how to pronounce mm. in, in Spanish. Yes. I thought you were going to tell me that you had a no English rule <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> All the staff had to only speak Spanish. <laughs> For me, it's very important. If we are selling Argentinian food, come on, we need to call the things how, mm, with the is. names, no? With the, yes. no? With the real names. Yes. Not, uh, I don't want to call empanadas pie because it's not a pie it's I don't an even, I was gonna say that it's not even an accurate <laughs> no, it's not translation a, yeah. so I think it, it, it's like it's, if you say masonja which is mopani worms mm. saying masonja is a very different thing to saying I'm gonna eat worms for yeah, lunch absolutely. so I agree with you that yeah. sometimes the authentic name is what makes complete sense uh, to keep the menu as is so let's talk then about the menu you moved from the market and you found a space in Parkwood and you made this your home and then you said, yay, I can do more than just mm -hmm. sandwiches and empanadas. How did you choose what you wanted on your menu? How I choose? I want to show the people how, I'm, how we eat in Argentina or how I'm eating, no, or how I eat. No? So this is what I want to show, an Argentinian experience. If you come into Che, you're going to have an Argentinian experience. Mm -hmm. It's how are you going to eat in Argentina in any corner, in any corner in Argentina, you know? This, when you come into Che, this is going to be a, this is the experience that you're going to have there. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's not a menu that is very complicated or very fancy menu, you know? It's, a, it's how we eat. Yes. Mm -hmm. So this is how we, what we want to show to the people, no? Mm -hmm. So when you come into Che, what are you going to have? You want to eat delicious food and also an Argentinian experience. That's yes. all. Yeah. Before we talk about the delicious red wine, I want to talk about the food that you brought for us today. So we already touched on the sandwiches, of which mm. one of them had chorizo that you make in house. Yeah, the chorizo, the chorizo is homemade and also the sandwiches, our bread is, is homemade. We make our own bread. You know what I love is you saying homemade because it's coming to the restaurant is like home. That's the mm. home experience. Yes. So I do believe you when you say homemade, it's not that you baked it at your house and bring it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It no, is. No. Bueno, yes, my house is chair. So yes, <laughs> we make a chair. Yes, we make a chair. Before we came here, we were baking. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you've also got the pork belly sandwich. And the other one was the... We make a pork belly. We make a chorizo, a choripan. We call it choripan. Yes. And we make a beef sandwich. Mm. Which cut was it again that you use for the beef sandwich? For the beef sandwich, we use aranita. Aranita is a typical Argentinian cut. Mm-hmm. So it's a very tender, very tasty, very, very, very nice, very nice. And it's inside, this is this cut coming from inside of the hip of the cow. So it's very unique cut because you're only going to find two cuts per cow, you know? Yes, so in very, each one. Yeah. Yes. And it's very strange. And today people come into Che and they always say, yes, I want one Aranita. So it's something new, you know, but I think we are teaching people yeah, absolutely no? yeah then obviously you also served that particular beef cut on its own with the most amazing uh double fried fries the cheese so delicious yeah, so yeah. so good and also um what we were enjoying obviously the empanadas you had 
the spinach. What did the spinach one come with? It was spinach and cream. Yeah, coming spinach, spinach and mozzarella uh, cheese. Yes, spinach and mozzarella. Our spinach coming from our farm also. So all our products is coming from our own farm. So we don't use pesticide. We don't use chemicals. We don't use nothing. Everything is fresh. And then the last thing that we had, um, oh, the empanadas, there also was a chicken one. So, so you can go there if you are vegetarian. You're not going to be restricted. There are options. Um, then you had the most delicious beef short rib. Uh, many cuisines cook it low and slow, but you do something very different, which is on the fire. Yes, it's on the fire, but we also cook. You need to cook a slow the short ribs, yes. It's a most traditional Argentinian cut. Yes. If you come tomorrow to Argentina, to my house in Argentina, what they going, the people they going to offer to you? Asado, that we call the short ribs, no? Yes. Asado yes. in Spanish. Yes, it's very tasty, it's coming with the bone, coming with fat, so it's very, 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 very nice. Let's quickly take a caller. We've got Jordan in Edenvale. Go ahead, Jordan. Good day, guys. Hello. Hi. Hi. Buenos dias, señor. Buenos dias. de la, de la cocina de usted. Es tan maravillosa. Me gusta todo lo que está en el restaurante de usted. Muchas gracias, muchas gracias, qué bueno All que te guste, qué bueno. me gusta y mucho gracias. <laughs> Jordan, you have to translate now. No, I'm very happy yeah, that but... he liked the food from Czech. So uh, awesome. Jordan, so where are you from? Uh, well, I'm Bulgarian, but I studied Spanish and Portuguese back home and English eventually. So when I go to Czech, it's like a memory from the past getting into the atmosphere of the Latin America. So it's always a pleasure to be there. Ah, Jordan, muchos gracias. Muchos <laughs> gracias. Gracias, Jordan. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Very quickly, tell me about the grapes of the wine, the red wine that you serve, because it's specifically Argentinian red wine. Yes, I'm always recommend the people when coming to Che to, to share the meat with some Argentinian grapes, that is a Malbec. Yes. And it's an easy drink, very, I don't know, very nice. I, I'm always recommend a piece of meat with uh, Malbec. It's, look, my, it's not yeah. too heavy and it's not overly rich. I've had a few sips and I'm still okay. It's exactly. <laughs> it's like a, a pinotage, a South African pinotage. Very yes. easy drink, fresh. I don't know. Mm. It's, it's very nice. It's not a heavy wine. Mm. Absolutely delicious. The social media handles for those that want to come and, and find you? It's sharegrill underscore JHB. And that's spelled C-H-E. Thank yes. you so much for joining us.